Welcome to the Friday LifePoint Drivecast. I hope you're having a great week. My name is Corey and I serve as a teaching pastor for our Plain City campus. Recently, our family has been watching this documentary called Limitless. It's with the actor Chris Hemsworth who plays Thor in the Marvel movies. And the central purpose of this documentary is how can he get his body to a point where he can live well into his 90s and not just get into his 90s, but be an active, thriving 90 plus year old. So he puts himself through all these challenges from swimming in Arctic waters to fasting from food to climbing a 100 foot rope hanging over a, a canyon. And, and as we're watching this, I couldn't help but think, here's this guy, right? Millions of dollars in the bank. He's got uh, a wife and kids and he has all the looks you could ever want and he's got muscles on top of muscles on top of muscles. By all accounts, he's got it all. But like I said, as I'm watching this show, one thought keeps coming into my mind. And it's this, that whether he realized it or not, this guy is, is, is scared to die. He, he's trying to cling on to this life on earth because there's no hope of what's to come after this life. There's no hope of eternity for him. And, and now I'm, I'm not trying to, to make fun of him or say that taking care of your body to get the most out of life is a bad thing. Not saying that at all. But there is this reality that for most of us, right, life is about 75-ish years long and that there's no guarantee of tomorrow and that our time on this earth is minuscule compared to eternity. That our lives on this earth are, are really like episode one in an unending documentary. Therefore, hope in what's to come, hope in the future, hope in eternity, hope in life after death is extremely relevant for all of us. Well, this past Sunday, we wrapped up our series called Not Without Hope by looking at Paul's words to the Thessalonians regarding what happens to those who know Jesus who have died. Paul is addressing this topic because some of the Christians at Thessalonica had died since first hearing the gospel. And it appears that some of the Thess Thessalonians had a misunderstanding that believers would live until Jesus returned. And so they were worried about those who had already passed away. So Paul writes to them and says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse 13, he says, We do not want you to be uninformed about those who are asleep. Now the word asleep was a common way to refer to someone who had died. And Paul is specifically addressing Christians who have died here. So Paul says, I don't want you to be uninformed about your Christian loved ones who have passed away. And Paul goes on to share how those who have died are not at a disadvantage. They won't miss out on eternity. They won't miss out on Jesus returning, that they actually get a head start. And any Christians alive at Jesus' return will not only meet up with Jesus, but will meet up with our loved ones who have previously passed away. Paul's purpose in sharing all of this is so that when Christians experience the loss of a loved one, we do not have to grieve as others who have no hope. That for a Christian, death is like leaving this body, laying down for a nap, and waking up in glory. It's moving. It's not dying. It's not goodbye. It's see you soon. Now, Paul is not saying that we don't experience the grief of sorrow and, and pain and hurt and losing a loved one. It's just that we experience it with hope. Hope that's, that it's not the end. Hope that there's 
more to come, hope that there's all eternity ahead. June this year marks actually two years since my my dad passed away. My dad was a believer, he was a Christian, and when my dad died, I was hurting. I was sorrowful, it was painful, and and people around me kept asking, are you okay, why aren't you crying more? And, And trust me, I had plenty of moments of crying until I ran out of tears. But underneath it all, there was this peace beyond understanding. There was this joy that my dad's earthly, physical ailments were gone. But more than anything else, there was hope. There was this hope, this confident hope that I would see him again. And that hope helped and still helps me through the moments of sorrow and grief. What Paul teaches us is that for the Christian, we have the amazing gift of experiencing sorrow with hope. So maybe today you're still grieving over the loss of a loved one who knew Jesus. Maybe you've never experienced losing someone close to you. Either way, spend some time going through the end of chapter 4 in 1 Thessalonians here. Read through Paul's words so that you can experience the hope that Jesus brings into our lives when the sorrow of death comes. Except we get to experience all of that with hope. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, We praise you today that as Christians, thanks to all Jesus has done, we do not have to sorrow without hope. Because of Jesus' work on the cross and his resurrection, we can move through sorrow with confident hope. Hope in what's to come. Hope in being with you, Jesus. Hope of being with our loved ones again. Hope that, as Paul says, that we will always, always, always be with the Lord. Until then... May we be encouraged with these words. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.